Hello, this is Gary Van Warmerdam, and this is a podcast from pathwaytohappiness.com about awareness, self-awareness, identifying, changing beliefs, mindfulness, and your emotions, and that sort of stuff. This podcast is on reality, projections, and some illusions. And it's taken from a talk I gave on one of my retreats this past year. It was part of a much larger process, but we'll just take this excerpt and it'll stand alone. And it's to lend some insight into how our mind works, how it processes information, and how it projects kind of false beliefs into how we perceive things and therefore gives us unnecessary emotional reactions and and even painful experiences, often just out of our interpretation and not necessarily because they're reality. And my intent is, is that if you are aware of this, you can change these dynamics. And there is more information on how to do that, very practical steps in how to do that both in my self-mastery course online and in my book, MindWorks, Practical Guide to Change Thoughts, Beliefs, and Emotional Reactions. I hope you find this little nugget useful. Although it's a little esoteric, I do try and bring it back to some very practical usefulness in having a different perspective on what goes on in your mind and hopefully help build somewhat of a gap between having a thought and believing a thought. But I want you to understand how perception works first. And I mentioned this to help you help you take your understanding of what is solid that you call reality and understand that it's what I call a dream. And because it's a dream, you can change it. So many people have difficulty making changes in their lives because they say, that's the way it is. Or they say, that's just the way I am. Not realizing their projected image of themselves is a dream. And a lot of other things are a dream also. Okay? Or that's just the way the world is. That's just the way they are. It's like, no. So much of that, and I will say what you know about the world, what you know about yourself, what you know about someone else, is a dream. It's a construct I'm going to describe as a dream. As soon as you step out of what you think is real and look at it from another point of view, it's like, well, that's just a construct. I'm going to share with you how far the construct goes. Some of that is just simple biology. You see this. It's just a coffee mug, right? And you could say, that is real. Point to it and say, I know it's there, it's real. But let's talk about first perception, how we see. The light from over there on the wall bounces off. Some of the light's absorbed. Some of the light bounces off. 
some of the light that bounces off passes into our eye. Hits the cones and rods. Billions of little things fire off. Those nerve firings all go down this optical nerve into the brain. You know, much in a way a camera. See, we're not actually looking out at that object that you think is out there. What we're seeing, experiencing, is the light reflected into it. Our eye. It's like the camera lens. And then the camera has this little output cable, like the optical nerve, and it gets displayed on a video screen. And so our brain takes that information from that optical nerve and displays it in our mind. You are no more looking at that coffee mug than if you were looking at a video screen connected to a cable with a camera on that coffee mug. You look, if you were looking at a video screen, you'd see the video screen's version of what the camera is viewing. You're not viewing the mug. Correct? So, corollary is, your eye is the camera, but it goes through the optical nerve, displays on the dream screen in your mind, and what you see on that screen is a secondary display, like a video screen. I have a secondary copy of this mug. I have a secondary copy of you. You have a secondary copy of me. You have your mind's version of what all those electrical impulses from the optical nerve are displaying. What I call a dream. What, would you say what's on the video screen is really the thing? No. You'd say it's a video display of the coffee mug. Okay, well, just like that, what you see in your mind is a video display of the mug. You're not seeing the real thing. It's once removed, right? You with me? Okay, so what you have is a projected image in your mind. And oh, by the way, that projected image is modified. First of all, it comes in upside down because the light flips on the eye, right? And so when your brain gets that, it says, no, 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 that's not right. Let me flip this. And oh, by the way, you have two eyes, so they both see it, so they both have inverted images. They both get flipped. Right? And now your brain has two coffee mugs. Do you see two coffee mugs? No, you see one. So it says, well, I got two images. Let me merge these. Oh, and then since I've got two different images from two different angles, let, let me fill in some depth that I can pull out of these two 2D displays, and I can get a 3D image without the extra pair of glasses at the movie. Like, your mind has a pair of 3D glasses in there taking two images and giving you 3D. You don't, your camera doesn't see 3D. Your eye doesn't see 3D, but your mind creates this morphed image of 3D. So now we have this Manipulated image. 
that's a little different than the, than the secondary one, which is different than the real thing out there. So your manipulated image, your morph, what did I call it, modified? Your modified image is now comes in 3D. And you got depth perception. And it's right side up. That's very good. And this is what I see in my dream screen. And it's two levels removed. And we're not even counting the neurons firing through the optical nerve and things like that. It's just two images removed from the really what's out there. Yet, some of this is working really good because I can reach out with my hand, I can pick it up, I can pull it up to my mouth, and I'm drinking tea. That's kind of verification that I, it's all working. And, and our mind says, ah, see, I saw it correctly, it's all real, it's just as, as it is. But in reality... It's third version modified. The circuitry in our brain and our mind is taking light coming into our eye and building not just this three-dimensional image of the cup and how far it away is, but the whole room. What you see in the room right here is this generated projection in your mind. What you see in the room right here is a generated projection in your mind. It's what I call a dream, a very convincing dream. One that I can go out and touch and get confirmation and say, yes, my visual processing system and modification system is giving me correct feedback. You may not really grok this. You may not really go, ah, okay. I don't expect you to do that. I'm planting a seed. It took me a while to understand this. I'm planting a seed. That this thing we call reality of the world has actually been processed and modified and projected. And displayed to us in a 3D way, but that's not necessarily the way it is. We can't be sure, really, right? I only have my eyes to see, and my eyes, oh, I only get to see what's on the video displays after it's been modified through the you know, 3D imaging and emerging in the flip program. Okay, yes, exactly. So I only get to see the final modified version. I don't know what the camera really saw. I only see post-editing processing. A person who's colorblind they don't get the same post-processing or pre-processing before they view it. They get a different, it deletes and changes some of the colors. They see it differently, so certainly they're not seeing it as it is. Why should I think I'm seeing it as it is? Do they seem uncomfortable yet? Not that uncomfortable. Okay, good. We'll continue. Are we good so far? What I'm, what I'm making you aware of is this thing that is your mind is a powerful projection device. And it just uses light, incoming light, and creates this powerful projection that looks like reality. But we also use this powerful projection device in that little meditation, that guided meditation, 
just by you directing it. When you are sleeping at night and your body is asleep, do you have dreams? And do they seem very real? Your mind is a powerful projection device. Whether your eyes are open and it's getting input or not. With eyes closed, it's a powerful projection device. What I discovered in my journey, it was like, with that much influence on how my experience of life is, I want to make sure it's operating as cleanly as possible. If it's giving me some distortion, I'd like to clean it up. How might our mind give us distortion? Hmm. Sometimes in the stories we tell. Sometimes they might just be shorthand versions that seem kind of innocent. Like we're out, it's a nice evening, we're watching the sunset. And as we sit there and we talk about watching the sunset, you imagine sitting still and you watching the sun moving. The story tells us what to dream. But that's not, in reality, what's happening. We're sitting there on the earth. The earth is spinning away from the sun. It's really relatively what's happening. We're spinning away from the sun. It's more stationary than we are. We're spinning away at like 24,000 miles an hour. Well, it depends where you are in the equator. Plus whatever it's traveling in the orbit. Okay, but tens of thousand miles an hour. And we say the sun is going down. As if we're sitting still. And by that verbiage, our mind constructs the projection that that's what's happening. And we have the experience of sitting still and the sun is moving. Because we used language to inform how we're going to create the projection. And now we have the experience based on the narrative instead of reality. We create a visual experience based on the narrative instead of reality. The reality is we're spinning away from the sun. The narrative says the sun is setting. And so we see the one dictated by the narrative. The story we tell. When I sit there and I'm watching a sunset and I tell myself, I'm spinning away. I have a different experience of it. I have a different sense of motion. Because I live in that narrative. The one closer to the truth. The mind is a powerful projection device. And you decide what film it has. And if your film says the sun is setting, it projects the sun is setting. It gives you the visual of the story you tell and displays and modifies the imagery to fit the story you tell. If your narrative's about yourself, the story's about yourself, I'm so stupid. Is your mind going to project that? Will it seem like reality? It will seem like reality because your mind will project the story 
just as much as it projects this coffee cup. The coffee cup seems real, even though it's a modified third order version. But the story gets projected, it's just as real. And when I say just as real, just as believable an illusion. A very tricky illusion. The other thing that makes these narrative stories seem so real is that they produce usually emotion. Emotion, that's a force that radiates through our body. We've learned to call it our gut instinct at times. We do something, we're driving and we make a wrong turn. Oh, I'm so stupid. Whatever kind of judgment we have about ourselves. Oh, that guy's an idiot. That driver's an idiot. We tell the story. We see them then as an idiot. Or we see ourselves as stupid. Our mind says, there's a projection. That's the film. Your story is the film. I'm showing it yeah, that way. And our disdain, contempt, disgust, anger towards the idiot or towards ourselves for being stupid <coughs> is an emotional response because our emotional body, our sense of what's real is that that's real. They really are an idiot or we really are stupid. That is our experience. The projection is our experience. And so we experience ourselves as stupid or we experience them as an idiot. And all our disdain, contempt, judgment, criticism, whatever anger is justified. Or I'm so stupid. We have that imagery flash. That's the film. There's the narrative of the film. We see ourselves as stupid. Ah, I'm stupid. We feel ourselves as stupid, emotional response. And now, not only did we see ourselves that way, because we said we were that way, we said it that way, got projected that way, we appeared that way, so it looks like reality, sounds like reality from the story, but now we have an emotional response that fits that dream projection. You go, huh? Well, yeah, I feel stupid. Oh, and then another voice in there that says, must be true. And so the loop goes. Thought, belief, visual projection to make it appear that way, emotional response, and then another story jumps in and says, yeah, I told you, it's true. A liar in your head confirming the illusion. I call this hell. I call this emotional hell. This is our mind dreaming. This is our mind projecting a virtual world that may or may not be reality. And it's a virtual world that I've been hunting a very long time and I have come to question and observe and dissipate all the distorting illusions and stories to the best of my ability and to keep it clean, and it has made a huge emotional difference.
instead of living in that virtual projections of stories, give me something as closest to the light as possible. Don't distort it and modify it with a story. Is this clear? Power our mind has to create an experience that's not based in reality and that you can change. That you can change, that you can reprogram this dream machine, that you can rewrite the story, that you can change the film, that you can get back even out of the projections and into the light where you direct what's going on. And oh, by the way, the I'm stupid, putting yourself down, self-rejection is not the only illusion story. The other illusion stories are, I got this. I'm going to be great. I'm going to make a million bucks. I'm going to win the lottery. Oh, I got this high investment tip. I'm going to put all this money in stock. Oh, I'm going to buy this real estate. Real estate always goes up. Everybody, all optimistic. Oh, this is going to, I got to put all my money in it. Bubble goes, and it looks, oh, see, it's true. A lot of other people believe in the dream. And it feels true because you see whatever stock price go up, real estate values go up. Oh, it's true. Emotional reinforcement helps project more of that same belief. I'm going to borrow money to buy more of this. Until reality changes. It doesn't fit the narrative that's over here anymore. And all that you thought you had is different now. So, you can lift yourself very high up with a story. Oh my gosh, oh, I'm so in love. This is, this is the one. Oh, oh, it's forever. It's just like I dreamed it ever since I was a little kid. It's the fairy tale come true. <laughs> I'm going to be happily ever after now. You're saying that's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, it might happen. It might happen. The story you tell might actually fit with reality. But sometimes it doesn't fit with reality. Okay? And when it doesn't, you know, you're in eighth grade and you see that girl kissing another guy or something. It's like, what happened? You have a heartbreak. And you know what the narrative then is? Oh, girls are... Can't trust them. They're just going to break your heart. And you know what that character projects? Girls are just going to break your heart. Girls are just going to break your heart. They're nothing but pain. They're not worth it. And you live in that narrative. That was not the truth either. So yeah, it can take you very high. But when you go into pain, the story you tell, and the image you make, and the projection you make, it's not reality either. Reality is where the light is. It's not the cup. Could you give a narrative of reality, maybe? No. <laughs> no. What I can tell you is, is that I can't tell you reality. What I can tell you is, is I can't show you reality. You're going to see it with your eyes, and you're going to be informed of a third-level version on a video screen, your dream screen.
I can give you a story. The story I'm giving you right now is that the stories you te are telling yourself aren't reality. And what you say is out there might just be a projection in your mind, and it's not necessarily reality. How you describe the world, oh, the sun sets, is not what's happening. That I'm going to make all this money in this deal may just be a story. That I'll have a broken heart and all women or all men are this way might just be a projection that you've stuck with for a long time. I'm telling you what's not reality, what's probably not reality. And I'm telling you how it's made to appear. That illusion is made to appear as reality and therefore feel emotionally like reality. And I'm telling you, do not believe it. I'm also telling you, because I can only say this with words, I can only say this with a narrative, don't believe me. The very vehicle that I'm using to explain this to you works with distortion also. The very mechanism of words works with distortion also. And in spite of this, as tricky as this is, we were able to get up this morning, find our way to an airport, get on the right plane, the pilots were able to navigate their way across whatever hundreds of miles, land at the right airport. Even though they were looking at it, they could only perceive a third order modified version of reality. It's good enough to land the airplane. And the driver got you here through those busy streets. I'm telling you, most of it's working really well all the time. It's not a system to throw away. It's a system to be mindful of. And the place to be mindful of, the place that has the most distortion, is when your emotions take you to emotional hell. That's where you most often have the false projections, the false narratives. Those are most likely the illusions. What I'm inviting you to do here with this information, this understanding, is like you, I had you do in that exercise, stepping back from yourself. I'm having you step back from the stories. I'm having you step back from what you assume to know is true and the way the world is and the way other people are and the narratives you've told about your mom, your dad, your daughter, your son, an ex-girlfriend, ex-husband, and say, maybe reality, maybe reality isn't quite the way I told that story. Maybe the way I told that story made it all seem really that way, but maybe reality was, a, was different. And by doing that, will help you detach from these stories release the emotions, change that point of view. 
and help you dream a new way closer to the truth and with love. Giving you that perspective to step back from what you believe you know has happened in your life. and suspend some belief that applies some skepticism to help you change the way your mind dreams, to put a different film and tell a new story. So by listening to this, you may have come hoping to find out a a clear sense of what is reality, what is illusion, what is projection, and how our mind tricks us. And it may be clear that it, that's harder to solve than you thought. That that may take more time and introspection and reflection to sort through what, what are my projections? What, what is the story I'm telling myself versus the truth? And that you're going to have to sharpen your pencil to draw that line in between. And that's okay. And that's, that's part of self-reflection and, and, and awareness work, mindfulness work. And here's the practical value as we get away from the theoretical idea of what is truth and illusion and reality and projection. The practical value I think I'd suggest taking away from this is that much of the drama, emotional pain that we live by we'll find comes from our projected stories, our projected narratives, judgments and opinions, victimization, stories that repeat. And that there's a practical way to approach these, to be skeptical of them and to change those. We may not know the ultimate reality of the universe. Physicists are studying this and there's a legitimate case that this is all just a holographic field. There's nothing that can disprove that at the moment. So I'm not here to define that in one way or another. But in the meantime, we can do some very practical things to be happier in our life. And if you, you take anything from this discussion, that, that much of what we do to create unhappiness in our life is from our own projections and that those are changeable. Those are absolutely changeable and that you can live in the same world, in the same house, in the same job, in a much happier way, in a more peaceful way, in a more compassionate way, by consciously, willfully addressing these stories and seeing that they're not necessarily reality. You might find some that are reality, great, but you might find many others you can let go of. And the practical steps to do that, you can find both in my audio series, my self-mastery series on my website, pathwaytohappiness.com. You can also find those very practical steps to do that in my book, MindWorks, Practical Guide to Changing Thoughts, Beliefs, and Emotional Reactions. And there's other courses on my site also, other audios I've posted on releasing emotions, on relationships, on a phase two series after you complete the basic series which is about how to rebuild a new life with new narratives. Hope you found this useful, found a couple useful nuggets, or at least entertaining. This is Gary Van Wormerdam from pathwaytohappiness.com, 
wishing you a happier year than last year. And may the following year after that be even happier still. And may you continue in that direction the rest of your life.